Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 216 of Elijah Fire. Today is Friday, April 14th, 2023. And if you guys are listening on Spotify and you are not following the Elijah Fire Podcast yet, go ahead and give us a follow. That'll really, really help us out. Thank you in advance for that. And then if you're listening on the app, make sure to rate this uh, podcast. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can uh, make sure to rate it. That'll really help us out as well. So uh, you can share it with people. You can be like, yo, I think you'll really dig this. Um, Check it out. Check this out, I say. Um, All right. I think that's it. Uh, I'm stoked it's Friday. Um, I got a lot of plans. You know, we're getting ready to go to Israel. So I'm going to be packing some this weekend. My wife and I have our suitcases out. We kind of laid out. We're like slowly just adding things in that we know we're not going to need until we go to Israel. I'm excited, man. I'll talk a little bit more about it next week. Really exciting. Also, I'll let you guys in on the plans of what we're going to do with Elijah Fire while we're gone because it's still going to be going while we're gone. Um, But we're going to be doing something slightly different. So um, I'll talk about that next week. But my guest today, you guys know her. You love her. Last time she was playing guest interviewing me on our 200th episode extravaganza and that was great uh she's a prophetic voice she's also the co-founder of sierra cares foundation which assists women and children who are vulnerable to poverty and human trafficking it's an amazing work we're going to be talking some about that and a bunch of other stuff let's give it up for my guest today andrea hobart Welcome hey, back, Andrea. Jeff. Hey, everybody. It's so good to be back here. I'm so happy to be here on Friday, oh, 4, yeah. 14, April 14th. Come on now. All oh, right. Yes. So we, uh, you have an update on Sierra Leone, which is where the Sierra Cares Foundation is based yes, I do. Um, and operates. Um, so let's talk about that. If there's anything else you want to add about what the Sierra Cares Foundation, I gave like a light intro. You feel free to add that too for okay. those that are new up to you but jump in andrea all right well first of all thank you I want to just really give honor where honor is due today and i want to thank you jeff illumination who we just spoke with and all of the elijah fire and elijah stream elijah streams team mm-hmm. um so i want to just thank you and honor you you have really given a platform for even me to be able to speak about sierra cares foundation this was actually the platform where the wow. world heard about it really wow. in, That's wild. in a public way so um, I want to thank you and honor you and honor, you know, just the the prophetic word, the prophetic words that have come to pass in my life. Um, above all, I want to honor the Lord because he's the one that brought this whole situation about as he is bringing about so many things. So Sierra Cares Foundation um, happened. It started to happen and connect to me in uh, 2019 and really took off in 2020 during this whole pandemic and wow. shutdown of everything. Um, it's this bright thing that happened in this dark darkness that was supposedly a darkness. Every day, although there's been such dark that has been revealed and that's gone on, I'm seeing how God is totally over. He's he's got the upper hand and is leading us even in this time. Um, So I have been a flight attendant for a long time. I started flying with my current airline in 2004, and I had a prophetic word about traveling the nations as an ambassador 
several prophetic words, including from Graham Cook and Patricia King, about being involved in fighting human trafficking and standing up for justice for children, for those that have been sex trafficked and child trafficked, and, and that I would be uh, actually speaking up on it. And what, at one point I had a, a word that I would be um, brought before government leaders and people that would have to change their ways because of what I would bring or present. So listening to those prophetic words, which really started uh, even before I became a flight attendant, and all those throughout are big that, prophetic words too. Very oh, big. And for those of you that haven't heard me before, I have, so I, like I said, I'm a flight attendant, um, but for 10 years now, I have been on the front lines in a way in this movement against human trafficking. And it started again as prophetic words, but it did start by me taking steps towards it praying about it. And it opened up simply by what I'm doing with my airline platform. And I began to be invited with Airline Ambassadors International, who I've served with for years, uh, where we would train airlines and educate airlines all around the world on human trafficking, especially bigly in 2017. We did an Asia, an Air Asia tour to all of their major hubs. I saw wow. first a lot of things on that trip. And, you know, later, just to throw this in, um, our president, 45, he happened to be doing a, a tour around the world at that time. And we've now learned that there was this was addressing this very situation. Interesting. Wow. And meeting with world leaders. And for those yeah. that don't know, this president, um, who's in a, who's in our news daily now, he was uh, instrumental as a light, too light of a word. But he was uh, the pivotal force behind combating human trafficking in this nation and the world. So again, I want to go honor where honor is due. So this uh, Sierra Carrots Foundation, I've been in this realm of uh, knowing a lot of leaders on this fight against human trafficking, uh, survivors, survivor leaders, those in law enforcement, and those that are on the front lines, including many organizations that you probably all know about. And then I heard of this situation that was unfolding in Sierra Leone. And it was started with about 48, I believe it was 48 young women that we'd heard had been trafficked to a Middle Eastern country on false pretenses. They thought they were going for jobs and domestic work. Many of them were educated, highly educated even, or at least had started university. And this was an opportunity for them that they, they thought would be good. And what was found was it was horrific levels of human trafficking, sex trafficking, domestic servitude. And a, a relative of one of these girls, he had been connected with airline ambassadors as he already was overseeing a group of orphans in Sierra Leone, Africa. And he reached out to us and began to share what was happening. He was getting word messages from this relative of his, which led to, uh, I was just one of a few in the world that knew about it. And at, because I've already been in this work and I know about the National Human Trafficking Hotline, I've connected with them many, many times. I was able to reach out to them and to some people I know around the world and ultimately it was the National Human Trafficking Hotline, which look that up, or it, it may even be in the description here, everybody. Got it. It's in the description. Just write it, put it in your yes. phone, you guys. Yes, Put Jeff. it in your phones. Yes, you're always really good about doing that. And I'm so grateful because this num the numbers right below here, they, are, they could save a life and mm -hmm. it could actually lead to multiple lives. Yeah. So they were the ones, it's the National Human Trafficking Hotline for the United States, but they have a, they have a database where they can, can point you to other nations, other national movements and organizations that are on the ground. So that's that was the lead. That was the way I was able to get in touch with, first of all, one organization, which is now called Do Bold. 
they've done a documentary over this whole issue of the, the repatriation of now it's uh, hundreds and hundreds of, of women and girls and some boys wow. from Middle Eastern countries back to Sierra Leone primarily, but other um, nations around there as well. And Dubold and then uh, the International Office of Migration, IOM, they were strategic. So we would coordinate, I would coordinate with um, uh, my, my contact and I would coordinate and actually speak with some of these women that were in uh, Sierra or in the Middle East when they were found by these two organizations I mentioned and brought out, however, all kinds of different scenarios, they would be taken um, to an emergency shelter. That was not an ideal place, but it was out of captivity. So, you know, cold, not enough food, lots of people. So I would be communicating actually on WhatsApp, talking with some of these young women. Wow. And also some of my co-founders, my two co-founders became aware of this. One, Kelly, she's a survivor leader herself. She became aware of this a little bit later and has been instrumental in building what we have now. So, so I didn't know what to do in those moments, just to give just an honest background. I just knew that it was in my hands and we had to do something. And it wasn't like a big operation of me flying in and doing anything. It was about connecting to a network that could ultimately work together. And, you know, sometimes I think many of you have probably heard me say, you know, God has a plan. He has a plan for you. He has a plan for me. He has a plan for our nation. He has a plan for the world. God's plan involves us. And it's always, he always works with man because we have the authority in the earth. And this was a real strong um, message and theme of my life that God plus man has always been his plan because I was just there. Some of us were just there with with this in our hands. And what led to um, a real major bust in a trafficking movement that was happening between these two locations. And as more and more came and were put into the emergency shelter, eventually they were given their passports, new passports, visas, so that they could be brought back home and I want you to realize this, Elijah Fire, Elijah Streams, and everybody that's contributed to this, that you have helped bring back and helped restore both physically, mentally, emotionally, and even from a life of, of slavery. Now there's been over 650, and this is a very conservative number because there's many more after that, but over 650 young women, girls, and there are a few boys in this, and there's infants that are part of this. So not all was for domestic servitude. There are different types of trafficking. Mm-hmm. So right now, and what happened in 2020, 2021 is um, three of us, my co-founders, Kelly and Abani, they're both, Abani lives in Africa currently. She's worked in Sierra Leone before and for the embassy. She's an educator. And um and Kelly is a speaker on survivor human, a, a survivor speaker on human trafficking, and she's also helped launch combat organizations fighting this, even in Africa. Wow. wow. And I'm a flight attendant that happens to have a prophetic word about being involved in this. And it's just unraveling. So back to this whole title of today is this realm of faith. You know, what's in your hands? So God just breathed on it. He allowed me to come on these platforms and share about it. Mm-hmm. And now we have a revolutionary. Uh, program, which we don't have a fancy, fancy lot of publicists or ways that we're really, we don't have that yet, but we have a model that even um, the government in Sierra Leone 
and even groups like Operation Underground Railroad have come in to help us. And they've seen wow. that we're doing something that isn't being done anywhere else in Africa. And part of that is, uh, so we launched US-based Sierra Cares Foundation from the US so that we could be a platform. And we have a team on the ground in Sierra Cares Foundation, in Sierra Leone, an amazing team. And there, uh, not only do we have a program now where we're assisting these survivors with again mental health we have a we have a mental health care piece that has never been done even in africa as far as i'm aware of wow they don't have a lot of that there and we have a top notch sierra leonean that actually was working for a very very good income in the united states and felt called to go back to her country hmm. so we have a mental health care piece of course spiritual is part of this this every we love the lord and and this is a christ centered organization and and we're but yet we're taking in these survivors and they're needing real practical help that's medical that's uh just basic needs we also have started never before again a micro loan program an education program we have the first bakery in the area of McKenney Sierra Leone that's not only going to nourish the orphans and the children in the community it serves as a vocational opportunity and training Absolutely many of these survivors wanting to go into that. Mm -hmm. We also have a sewing program. So we have sewing machines, we have new ovens coming in. And uh, this, again, God just breathed on this. Um, and I wanna honor Operation Underground Railroad and Elijah Streams and Elijah Fire and others that have come around us. It is a God project. So what we are seeing um, is huge growth. We have a community center, we have buildings, we're getting more property. We didn't know we were going to take this on or be able to, but it's looking like we're going to have an orphanage as well as it's the community again that takes care of these orphans. We have a child sponsorship program, education program. We have a survivor sponsorship program. But you are making a huge, huge impact in lives that are far away. But again, and, and you know, this is on God's heart. So I say this uh, really out of humility. This is it's only the Lord that could have done this. This is this is on the Lord's heart. So if there's any organization ministry that you're aware of, I know Elijah Streams support many. Even here in the U.S., we really need, it's, it's critical here. And I've been part of the movement here, And but this is in my hands right now. Our work in Sierra Leone, it will be a model that goes other places all over the world. So I'm seeing that this vision is so much huger so much bigger than when we started. And now, you know, again, part of today, this, how Holy Spirit leads it to come out. I have a mm -hmm. lot to share, but let this be an example of a fire in your heart, the fire and the power of a prophetic word or a prayer that you've prayed or will pray, how the movement begins to happen when you engage and God will help you engage. You, you yeah. barely have to answer. And then, one thing after another begins to fall into place. And you, this is all a testimony of the prophetic words in my life. I had a prophetic word that I would have orphanages, that I would be uh, helping schools all around the world. And I'm sort wow. of jumping ahead, but there's gonna be entire new systems to build. This is the most exciting time to be alive, everyone. Yeah. And I'm really excited because I we know the reality of human trafficking. Um, but I want you to know that you can be a part of the battle and the fight for freedom. 
And if you feel called to join Sierra Paris Foundation, you're going to be part of something that's going to be a movement that spreads throughout the earth, definitely in Africa. Yeah. And yeah. if you have others that you're aware of, you know, I mentioned other name, other organizations, then go there. I just feel like encouraging you because as you do that, God showed me that even people that have not necessarily been walking with the Lord or even really um, maybe just totally walked away from God. He showed me that as they engaged anyone, this is so on his heart that he would begin to move in that person's life and in all of our lives, as this is such a part of his heart right now. So mm -hmm. Sierra Cares Foundation, we are uh, basically equipping and restoring the lives of these children and orphans. And many of uh, we've had child brides that we've brought back because of wow. funding that we've helped give. Yeah. We've had child soldiers. So these is it's sort of everything. It's it's the orphans. It's those that are susceptible and vulnerable to being trafficked. It's those that haven't had food or water. We have new wells we're digging, electricity going up. I mean, I know I'm, I I could go to the whole show, but and I won't. But I mean, but we have, with our new community center and our community uh, our property, we have electricity going up, and we did not know until my friend Kelly was just on the ground that it's going to supply electricity for the entire like many other neighborhoods around here, around. Oh, wow. So what is happening and what you're giving to is not only impacting this work, it's impacting the entire community. Mm. Wow. And this other phase that we're moving into really is a prevention. So our survivors, many of these, I, I, they're victors, they're leaders. <laughs> they are no longer survivors. Is That's how I, I see it. Um, yeah. They are going to be leading a movement of, of, uh, teaching and training, educating the community and educating even on uh, these luring tactics. And I think the last thing I'll mention is, um, so we've had a huge growth and um, I, I am one that I get to engage with our sponsors. So I lead sponsor Zoom calls with our children and wow. our team there. Um, and then we had a huge breakthrough just in the last weeks that's in the courts right now of a major trafficking syndicate that has actually been caught. And our team was part of that. that wow. In that. Sierra Leone or elsewhere? Yes. Wow. Yes. So um, and there's there's more. And, and you know, uh, just to let that be uh, a tangible thing where if you are involved in this, know that you are making such an impact. And it uh -huh. is literally touching lives. Yeah, that's right. So I want to hit on the, um, the human trafficking hotline one more time for yeah. the people who are listening um on the podcast and you were like okay well i'll write this down afterwards i'm just going to read it out twice so if you have to pause right now and open up your notes or you are going to open up your contacts uh the human trafficking hotline number is 1-888-373-7888 that's 1-888 3737888 or you can text 233733 233733 so there you go everybody should have that in your phone put it in your notes you can put the texting in your notes if you need to remember it you can just be like human trafficking hotline text or something like that in your notes and it'll bring it up so um there you go everybody Yes. Thank you so much, Jeff. And and that text, I mean, we, we teach our uh, flight attendants on the airplane. You can use that text feature. And I've done it many times. Uh, many of my colleagues have done it as well, but anywhere you are. And, you know, 
again, this issue of human trafficking, it's really in the light right now. Um, we're learning every day, uh, whether you're aware of it or not, that how big this is and how big it's been even among Hollywood. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Government leaders. And and it's bigger than I think people want to believe it is. Right. And, And even with where I've been, you know, being like even a speaker on this and going around the world talking about it or even in my airline, it's a, I, I, God gave me grace even to talk about it, even to learn about it. You know, I spent most of this 10 years learning about it yeah. and a lot from survivors. Mm. Many of my, we've cried together. My, my, I, and I don't say that to, uh, again, this is all, all for God's glory, just to paint that picture of what he can do even through one little yes, one, one thing. But, um, but this is, uh, it will be coming out more and more and, you know, already, I think some of us have been surprised by who we've learned is a part of this evil. Um, but also back to our president, 45, and many more alongside of, of his administration and his team and hidden hidden warriors. This is something I've touched on a lot. I've, I've really studied about hidden armies and those that are involved in this battle specifically. Um, they, uh, we've had that major ring exposed a couple years ago, right? During the pre- the presidency of 45. And some of you, I think, know what I'm talking about. It's in the news, but yet we're still waiting to see uh, more that have been connected to that mm-hmm. specific ring. And it is a worldwide ring. And we're also, we also saw a major uh, website, a trafficking website shut down in his mm-hmm. presidency. And I think some articles would spin it later that there was more human trafficking in 45's presidency. But what happened is there was more, uh, there was more that was being stopped. Absolutely. Okay. So really quick, the tell to what Andrea is talking about is back in, I think it was in 2020. Um, there was a big trafficking ring that got exposed major arrests, um, big raids on, it was like an interconnected, um, it was like a bunch of series of houses. Mainstream media wouldn't touch it. Local media did. And so, you know, a lot of people, uh, who follow a lot of this stuff, human trafficking, they started, it started circulating online, but mainstream media would not touch it. Why? Mm -hmm. Again, like I said, people, people don't want to believe that this is bigger. Like, it's, it's as big as it is. It's a scary thing to, to think about, but we need the courage to look it in the, look it in the face. And, um, but that's a tell right there is if, if the mainstream media will not even touch it, these are children, women and children being rescued dozens upon dozens. In this case, the one that I'm referring to, yes. not a peep that should be something that should be rejoiced and, and celebrated. Um, so yeah, that's a big tell right there that it is an inner it it, it is a very uh, interconnected industry amongst multiple different avenues in society. Yes, and Jeff, you and Lauren were, have been a part of this, so you're aware mm-hmm. of a lot. We've talked about that off the air as well, um, and and I think even the fact that we have to be uh, code coded on some of the platforms that this is airing right now yeah. 
is also very telling. So I'm sure there's people that are maybe rolling your eyes at some of this thinking it's, but I, again, there's a lot of people that have invested their lives and laid their lives down in this God call fighting human slavery. It's mm -hmm. modern day slavery. Yeah, it is. And I, I would be absolutely remiss if I didn't honor them because I've learned more even in the last couple of years since 2020 of how real it is. And I, you know, the, the, the heaviness of this, when you begin to engage, whether it's through support or prayer or, you know, something really, both those are key. You be, the weight begins to come off because you realize you're part of the movement to stop it. And that's whether it's writing about it, podcasting about it, supporting, getting to know, you know, learn about those that you're supporting, because there are some organizations and ministries that are really making an impact more than others. So study that. There's ways you can look that up as well. Um, but this is, it's real. And then on the flip side is the positive, just like the unborn and children that are being born right now. There are children in lives that are being taken out of this captivity that will change our world for mm -hmm. the better. Absolutely. We're going to learn from them. We're, we're, I mean, they're going to, uh, this is so much more than about slavery and taking somebody out of slavery. It's a worldwide transfer of literally it's a worldwide shift like picture something just turning inside out because so much of our world system has been on child sacrifice mm -hmm. has been on human trafficking yeah. has been on exploitation of the vulnerable and the most vulnerable and then there's the part where god begins to lift okay what can we do and then we begin seeing the success and we we uh honor the lives that have been lost to it but that moves us then to contend with them in heaven, with children and people in heaven and the great cloud of witnesses mm -hmm. that are all part of this. This is a God moment in time. So I am inspired. And this, uh, I guess the flip side is where I've been educating on it for so long and learning where I'm seeing it now is this is a new phase. It's a new phase for the body of Christ. It's a new phase for the world even with what has happened with the uh, the mandates and things uh, that were happening in the world. Yes, we can never let that happen again. And yes, I am vocal about that and have been in different platforms than this, also this, but there's a new phase and it will require unity and compassion. And ultimately everyone in the world, unless um, everyone in the world that has a, a heart that wants to see good, can unite around this issue that it is of the most important of of seeing these lives restored yeah and seeing this evil stopped absolutely and like i said my vision has gotten bigger i uh i don't know how long god has me in this specific role but i know that there's way more that i have vision for so i'm just honored honored to be here to do this awesome. yeah so thank you absolutely and thank you for being obedient to what God has called you to do. You know, and it's like, there's so much uh, effort, you know, this has been going on for a while, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. But there's so much effort um, by the enemy from so many different avenues to squash mm -hmm. the younger generations 
from stepping into trying to derail the destiny of these generations to fulfill God's purposes, right? So when you save these people or when you partner with an organization that is saving these children, these women, you are realigning their destinies with heaven um, to fulfill the purposes for which God uh, intended them to fulfill. And that's not something that God overlooks, you guys. So uh, it's a big deal. Um, so yeah. 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 Thank you. Wow. You know, I was pretty raw leading up to this, um, in a good way. I feel a lot just bubbling up inside of me and, mm -hmm. and I did wonder if I'd be able to share a couple stories, but the whole thing about this time is it is, it's a realm of faith. And, um, I'm just going to say, Holy Spirit, lead the direction where the hunger is of all of you that are listening. I, yeah. There's so much that we could share, but um, uh, you know what? And I just see a note from Illumination and she asks, do we have time to cover how people can recognize human trafficking? Have we covered that on the show before? So let me take just a little bit. Yeah, I don't think we, we have. You know, part. honestly, I think okay. it, could, it couldn't hurt. I would say go for it. Yeah, so human trafficking, everybody, it's many different kinds. It's not just the kinds that we see in the movies, although that does happen. Um, it, it happens in vulnerable populations, in vulnerable areas. Children are vulnerable. It happens on uh, game sites. It happens on uh, dating sites. So whenever there's, a, okay, I'm just going to say this, back to this last 2020 to now, whatever we want to call this season, the same tactics that have been used by illicit and, and corrupt government systems and leaders is the same tactic that is used by a trafficker. And that is, you know, the, one of the definitions of human trafficking, it's, it's the act of uh, harboring, transporting, transferring, recruiting a person for force, through the use of force fraud or, or coercion, force fraud, or co coercion for the purpose of exploiting them. So what did we see? Force, fraud, coercion. <laughs> and I'm talking about, it's the same tactic used by a manipulative trafficker. What do you do? What did we see happen in our world? So, so that's a tactic of, of how to recognize somebody that is not good, that's trying to manipulate you for a wrong purpose. So traffickers can be anybody. They can be a relative, often a relative or somebody that knows the child or the victim, somebody that uh, is close to, uh, again, vulnerable populations. So that the foster system, um, you know, when there's a, a disaster or a, some sort of like a, a, an earthquake, like we saw in Haiti, uh, there became a huge, huge uh, opportunity for children and people to be trafficked, hmm. exploited and used for really evil purposes. So it's in these types of things, but even in, in our schools, among again dating apps and, and things like TikTok, Instagram, wherever there's an opportunity to connect and uh, somebody that is not good can prey on a vulnerable person, whether they recognize that person wants love, wants to be beautiful, or maybe it's a guy and they get lured into something, but it happens so many, so many levels. So uh, the children are really vulnerable because they're also really uh, sought after. Um, if you can, if a trafficker can, abduct or, or get a child from a young age, that child 
where individual can be sold again and again and again. Mm -hmm. So the difference between drug trafficking or weapons trafficking and child and human trafficking is that source can be used. This person, this person's life can be exploited and abused again and again and again. Mm. So some science, like on the airplane, for example, uh, what we teach is you recognize if somebody is a child uh, or a family unit, you know, flight attendants and a lot of people in the public, we already know how to assess danger or a safe environment or something not feeling right. And we found a lot of times that intuition, especially if you're pray in prayer and you're sensitive in the Lord, that that can trigger something. Okay, I need to watch this. Something's not right here. Sometimes it could be, uh, let's say, a family and a dad and a mom and two kids or whoever it is. They might just be rattled and flustered. They've just come through the airport system. They've tried to race through security and they're just a mess and they're panic, you know, frantic. So you kind of got to assess, well, is there a relationship dynamic between the family? Are the children, uh, do they look safe? Do they have clothing that's appropriate for the destination? If there's young people or anyone traveling by themselves, do they, uh, are they able to look you in the eye? Do they seem drugged? Do they seem like maybe they don't even know where they're going? Can they speak the language? This happens a lot. Do children seem that they are uh, not allowed to talk to or look you in the eye as a mm -hmm. law enforcement or as somebody in a uniform? So it's all these things, you know. Um, and then a lot of times it's really hidden below the surface. There's people that are trafficked into very elite uh, like Hollywood and glamorous lives. They could be driving the fanciest car, wearing a huge jewelry and looking like they're a movie star. And they could be part of a trafficking syndicate where, where they're not in their own will able to get out. Right. Yeah. So vulnerabilities, you know, can't look you in the eye, dressed inappropriately. Uh, they don't have any belongings. They seem ravenous, drugged. Uh, and then, uh, you know, just watching it, it, I think the signs will start to come become obvious, but that vulnerable word is really key. And that's, you know, those of you that have children in public schools or, or involved in different sports or whatever it may be, you know, we've seen that even in the sports world, like that's been highlighted also in the news, even in the mainstream news, that there's been human trafficking. You know, big athletes that we've looked up to have been part of, of these things. And, uh, but even if like you have young children, just really open the way of communication with them, let them know to not talk to people that they don't know. The signs online would be somebody, again, like the, this past season of 2020 to now, in our in our country and in the world we were told all these things over and over and over on tv in the news you know it's go to the doctor get the get the treatment that we're telling you to get mm -hmm. over and over and over do the right thing it's come so so much so a trafficker will try to lure somebody and tell them what they want to hear and just make them feel safe and make them feel it's okay oh you know and just lead and lead and lead up to the point that they've now got that person hooked. And you know, uh, one of the big ways, you know, force fraud or, or coercion are threats. So maybe a child is lured into some conversation online and sends a picture of themselves that they're embarrassed of. Mm -hmm. And the person on the other end says, you do what I tell you, or I'll tell all your family and put this out there. Yeah. So that's a threat. Sometimes family members are threatened. I have, my friends have had this happen to them. And the threats are also what we saw in this in this time 
during the pandemic. There was force, there was fraud, and there were coercion. There was coercion and people lost their jobs in the military. They, they lost their, their honors, even high ranking people. I had one of them on my flight and we've seen this happen. So, but the force, fraud or coercion, that manipulation, when somebody's telling you something over and over and over, trying to make you think that message and, uh, and be lured into something, you can easily just keep going down that path thinking you're okay. Um, and then, you know, it's too late. Mm-hmm. So th- those are some signs. And also the National, National Human Trafficking Hotline, uh, if you go to polaris.org, I think it is polaris.org, or you look up Polaris, P-O-L-A-R-I-S, or you look up National Human Trafficking Hotline. There's a website with so much material on this. And, you know, we weren't going to spend this time to talk on it, but it's really important. So I'm, there's a reason that this is coming out today. And um, but let everybody's faith be lifted, just like we've come out of this lockdown and shutdown and real manipulation from a corrupt system. Yeah. There's there's going to be more exposure and there's going to be more victory and justice. Come on. And this as well. It's coming. Watch the resignations that continue to happen of people out of their roles. Watch more stories hit the news and then sometimes they go away. But but watch more come out and, and don't be... Um, don't be too discouraged that it, it causes you to be heavy, just weighed down with it. Yes, it is going to be eye-opening. And we do need to, to have some grief with this, with what we're about to learn more and more. But there is so much hope that's coming. And yeah. I want to just emphasize that so much. Yeah. That's so, why we're here on the yeah. earth right so that's projectpolaris.org. If you're listening to this, it's projectpolaris.org. You can go there. They have a lot of great um, resources um, talking about the work that they do, understanding human trafficking, recognizing human trafficking, myth, facts, statistics. They've got all of it on there. So check that out. You guys go to projectpolaris.org to find out more information beyond what Andrea shares today. Perfect. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Anybody have any questions? Also for me, you're welcome to find me on Instagram or Facebook or email me. happy to do so and point you in a direction if you have any other questions or want to become more involved. So um, that said, you guys, again, this is, this is why we're here on the earth right now. The entire world is about to change. Mm. I heard this the other day. I heard, um, I heard, let's see. uh, Yeah. I heard everything is about to change. So when I say everything, don't let that feel ominous. I mean it in the best of the best of the best way. And um, a lot of people even that are on Elijah Fire recently are talking about this and and Elijah Streams. And I don't know if some of you saw uh, Kim Clement's daughter, Danae, she was on Elijah Streams yesterday, was really a great broadcast. And I also wanna honor Kim Clement because he was pivotal in my life. I attended a lot of his meetings. There's no worship like what he and his team had. I've been listening to a lot of his worship. It's really amazing. But he saw this time. He saw where we're at right now. He prophesied about 45. He prophesied about so much that's happening now. He prophesied, and I'm going to share a little bit on this, but in one of the videos that aired on that episode yesterday, Danae uh, put up a clip and Kim said 
that there are going to be uh, children and people released in like, I can't remember it verbatim, but creative inventions, new things. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And before on other videos, I've heard him say, you know, entire children's networks and satellites are, are coming. Revolutionary, even people wanting to be in government forces where it's been suppressed, it's going to be open to people mm. that uh, have a vision and have that in them to do. And I just want to say there is a realm of faith right now and a realm around us of the Lord that anything, anything is possible for us who believe. I just shared about Sierra Leone. I didn't have a clue what that would be at the beginning. Look how it's taking off and it's going to be going more places than there. Uh And so Kim Clement saw this day. He saw this day. The Lord saw this day. The Lord saw you on the cross in this day. And I, you know, Kim, uh, in that time frame, he was getting some of the words in 2007, about 45. I actually got a dream about him, 45. I got a word. I didn't announce it anywhere, but I wrote it in a journal and I found it, I think, leading up to the 2020 election at my parents' house. If you saw how many journals I have, everybody, I, I don't. I, I might need a house to have my <laughs> But I found this dream and this word, and it, it absolutely hits on this word today, this title of this thing, and it hits on where we are at right now. It hits on 414. Today is 414. So I found in my journal, I, I remembered a dream I had about 45, and it probably was in 2006. This was March 26, 2007, that I wrote this in my journal. I listened to a message online. I thought maybe I was at a conference, but I listened to it online. And it was about how God was going to be moving people from where they were, their roles, their jobs, and taking you into a whole different direction that you were always made for. And you just didn't know it, but God was going to move you. Mm -hmm. And I thought of 45. Now, back in 2007, I don't remember if he had a show at that point, but I didn't know him. I really didn't know much about him. But I wrote down that I saw him as a tree, as a stump, as a stump in the land. And I'm going by my memory here, but I saw that uh, he was brought to a stump, yet the Lord is the tree. We are the branches, branches. I heard new branches, new thing and new growth will shoot forth now with new growth in the springtime. So remember new branches. And then I saw that the Lord, I saw that, um, I saw that the Lord was calling me to give 45 a word and come here. And at that point I lived in Seattle, come here and started building an earthquake proof it. And I saw, this is how I wrote, I saw new technology and a plan. So branches, new branches, new technology and a plan would bring a remedy and be part of his destiny. 45 trumpet it to the whole land and that was it and that's what i found and now if some of you are wondering why i'm talking about him all the time or why i mentioned different things well today is called world quantum day april 14th 414 2023 quantum.gov is a real thing anybody can look at that up it's a, a government website but what 45 did 
is that I think it was 1947 was the last branch of the military that was created. And I believe I'm right on the day. I could be off, but it was at least around there. 45 launched the newest branch of the military after all of that time. And he launched it under his presidency and it's called Space Force, the Space Force. So I'm gonna tie this together, but this is really exciting. And I feel like I could burst inside with it. So today is World Quantum Day. Um, it has to do with this new technology. Again, I saw new branches. The new branch of the military is the Space Force. Mm-hmm. Jeff, I know you're into Star Wars and we were talking about the, all this stuff before the show. Mm-hmm. We are living in a real life movie. So, and I mean that like it's the most epic time to be alive. So, <laughs> so we've got the Space Force. It's a new branch of the military. And then I saw a new technology, uh, a new technology and a plan. We keep hearing about a plan that would bring a remedy. And I heard to Seattle because I was living there at the time. And I think that represents technology and probably many things, but I actually believe it's, he would, it would be a new technology and a plan that would bring a remedy and it would be part of his destiny. 45 trumpeted it to the whole land. Hmm. So that's why, so that caused me, you know, in these last couple years, especially this last year, um, to really sort of dig into what is this new branch of the military, Space Force. So some of you all remember, Last year, um, okay, so today is 414, it's World Quantum Day. 414 is also, uh, to me, it always represents Esther 414. If you add up the digits, four plus one plus four equals nine, which is the number of the Holy Spirit. Now you guys seeing a little bit of how my, how <laughs> things come, how the Lord communicates to me. And he's communicating all the time. So four plus one plus four is nine. Nine is the number of the Holy Spirit. It's the number of the full term of pregnancy, birthing. Uh, today's episode, I believe, is it 216, 216? Yeah. 2 plus 1 plus 6 equals 9. So we've got this movement of the Holy Spirit that is being birthed. At the same time, things are taking off and launching. So some of you might remember Mike Thompson at the end of 2021, he heard the Lord told him in February, which would have been 2022, that would have been 222, 20, February of 2022, he heard in February we launch. Yeah, I so remember that. To 2022 started on 224 of 2022 i launched i was on the live streams that day and on that day i had already been looking into launches because i had held that word from mike thompson so again this is about faith right and i guess i'm sharing this because otherwise it would just be in my journals and i just have it with the lord but in, in that launch on Elijah Streams on February 24th, 2022, that's where I shared about this dream and word for 45. You can look it up on Rumble. I think you look up Elijah Streams in my name. It will come up or it should come up. But when we did that broadcast, Steve and I had a wonderful conversation. It was the first time me on anything like this level. And I didn't know how I would share it or say it, but I felt the Lord was announcing the birth announcement of heaven. Mm. Let it come, Lord. Let it be born. Let the people, let the children be born. Let this move of God be born, be born, be born. So we announced that. Then Steve had a word about the casting out of nines. And he said, you will not be cast out. You will not be cast off the number nine, which represents the Holy Spirit and this baby, this move of God that is not going to be stopped. It's here. It's upon us. It's the baby has been born. This move is here. And we're about to hear the sounds and see the life more and more and more. Mm -hmm. The same time, time frame of this, 
So I'm, I'm hearing launching. Mike Thompson said in February we launch. I remember hearing of, if you happen to look up uh, Space Force, SpaceX, NASA, Elon Musk, any of it, all of it, there's been launches. I don't even know the number. There's launches almost every day, it seems like. And I live yeah. right by one of the Space Force bases. It's Space Force Delta 45, I think it's called. And I received in the same time. So back to launching, everybody. Let this launch you. Be launched. Be born into what's about to come because there's there's so much that's about to happen. So I received on my flight. This is how the Lord moves, right? So I grabbed hold of that word from Mike Thompson. I'm on Elijah's dreams. Birth announcement of heaven. And then not long after that, I have a person on my flight. And he is uh, the creator of the app for Starlink satellite. Oh, wow. Here, let me, let me make it. There we go. You can check so it out. So this guys. is the first crew mission patch, the, the first official crew mission mission patch for SpaceX Starlink. It's crew one. Wow. So I received this from not only, not just anybody, the creator of the Starlink app. And I thought, okay, and I have another thing somewhere. It's it's a bag tag that you can attach to your suitcase, and it's also from Starlink, and and it's a it's a giant rocket. So since that time, I've followed the space force. I've followed the launches. I've followed what uh, forty five says. I've followed what's happening. But back to that word that I got. So that new technology and that plan that would become part of his destiny. Forty five trumpeted to the whole land mm-hmm. has to do with quantum. World, World Quantum Day. It has to do with satellites. It has to do with rockets launching. It has to do with what God's launching. And all of this came to me, not by learning about it, by learning about it. It came by revelation about 45 and revelation that God led me to in his word. I've learned so much in this last year. Um, since that time, February 2022, I, I was astounded. And I'm not somebody that's really surprised that easily. I have wept when I've read different accounts of things that I've found with, with people that are involved in, in this and, and fighting human trafficking and what God's about to do in this world, which I was hearing it. I was hearing the Lord lead me to irregular warfare in the word of God. And back to Esther and Esther 414, you know, she was one person and she stood up bravely and courageously. And it changed the course of a whole nation. Mm-hmm, that's right. We have some brave people. And some of you are on this show with me right now that are here to be part of changing an entire world system. Yeah. So the launching, I, I, I just can't, I can't say that enough is this whole word from Mike Thompson. So in February we launch Starlink crew patch. Um, and then I started learning uh, just even more about that and, and about an intelligence part of the military um, called ISA. And I shared about that, I believe, on this platform. But ISA is the uh, Intelligence Support Activity. And their motto is a verse that was highlighted to me for so long. And it is, um, here am I, send me. And God just really exploded in inside of me. You know, in this time, so about a year ago, I was getting revelation that I didn't even know how to write down or communicate. It was like in me. And I, I asked the Lord for a scripture and I remembered the, the word about, um, you know, uh, my, how is it? My tongue is the, is the pen of a skillful writer, something mm. like that. 
and it's Psalm 45, 1. Oh, interesting. So 45, 1. Again, this is just how God speaks. He's speaking all the time. But I, I didn't even know how to articulate what I was getting. So so back to um, World Quantum Day. This is 414. The numbers add up to nine. We're birthing. We're launching. This is a time, um, you know, just some of the other things I heard. I heard Quantum Leap after I learned that this would be World Quantum Day. Um, I heard Quantum Leap. I felt like quantum leaps of faith are about to happen inside of some of you. In some of you, it's a really big step. In others of you, it, it's actually a small thing. And it could even just be to get out your journal or get out your notebook or, or iPad or whatever you write on. If you don't write, I would really encourage you to dream big and write out what's on your heart yeah. to do. Oh, absolutely. Your life, what you were always made for, mm -hmm. because this is a time of quantum leaps. It's World Quantum Day. Let today be the start of it. There's yeah. A, yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. No, I was just, I'm just agreeing. I, yeah. I think some people are going to get some big vision today. Get ready. So quantum leap. Um, I follow somebody on, uh, I just follow this group and they're close. They're very involved in, in, I don't actually know. They kind of sort of are under an anonymous picture and name. But they're very involved in what's going on right now in the world in a positive way. And they're very uh, Christ-centered and always honor the Lord. It's a mystery who they are. But they have been putting hints out and about get your resumes ready if you feel called to a governmental role. Hmm. And I'm just going to say if you feel called to film, filmmaking, education system, any of the seven mountains that we hear Johanny and Mo and Elizabeth and Lo talk about all the time. Go back, if you haven't heard Andrew Whalen on Elijah Fire or his episodes with Steve and Johnny on Elijah Streams, I'd encourage you to go back to that as well. So, so this is the time. So he, this group that I follow said, get your resumes ready right now. And I'm telling you, this is what I heard from the Lord. So quantum leaps of faith and back to faith. It is the assurance. This is a sure thing, everybody. When the gift of faith, when you exercise faith and just even pull down whatever the high and lofty thoughts, the vain imaginations, whatever the lies come, the shame, whatever it is, come to the Lord and release that because he wants to renew you and give us our dreams back. Dreams that you already have, prophetic words, promises that you already have and prayers that you prayed and sort of put it away. I would encourage you, even as you're listening, there may be some things that I that Holy Spirit wants me to speak that will cause you to write something down. And and I am gonna get to this part next about writing. Um, but but this it, if you have a calling to government, if you have a calling to film, if you have a calling to uh, so many different things, whatever that might be, inventors inventions, part of these new technologies that are about to come. Teaching, whatever it is, begin to write that down. Ask the Lord what you can do to prepare for it, because I believe this is going to come so fast. You know, there's some probably some things that are, are a little, there's some things coming that will probably take us off guard. They will. Um, but the darkness is where the light shines the brightest. And just deep beyond what's what's we're even in some of this darkness, but just beyond it is a world that we have never even believed. 
Hmm. It will be Psalms 126. We were like those who dreamed. Um, when the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. And that's just a really good verse for right now. So quantum mm -hmm. faith, quantum leap, quantum love. There's just this new level of love coming, you guys. And um, I'll go back to that in one second, but I'm seeing this. So back to the, the what are you called to, how to prepare, create, write the vision, write your vision. Write the words that you have. Write the prayers that you're praying. Write what you're believing for down. Write the vision. Make it plain. Run with it. I remember I heard, like, I think it was a year ago. Run with the vision, not away from it. <laughs> Carry the vision. Don't bury the vision. Mm -hmm. So the visions and dreams, let them come alive in you right now. And this realm of faith that is here is greater than anything that we can see with our natural eye. And I did want to read this as that. So create, write your story. I heard, write your story, write the vision. And I do have a word for specifically for artists that came to me not long ago, but this is Hebrews 11, one, and this is in the amplified classic. This is the whole scripture on faith. Now faith is so faith with what we're believing and holding, even with these promises that some of you are writing down and holding on to. And I am too, but I can tell you what, when I heard that word from Mike Thompson about launch and I received the guy in charge of Starlink satellites mission patch. And then yeah. when I, I launched myself and when I had words about prophetic uh, or about human trafficking and had no idea how it could come and have seen God do it. And all throughout my life, it, he's opened every door and it's almost always been after a prophetic word or something I've prayed. Some of it was a long time ago, but Hebrews 11, 1. Now, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the thing we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. And in another version, I think this is uh, NIV, Hebrews 11.1. 1. No, this is King James Version. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Everyone, this is a legal document. This is legal verbiage. This is in the courts. Faith is the assurance, the confirmation and the title deed of the thing we hope for, being proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. It's a substance and it's evidence. And I had the, a vision of this that I've shared before, but I'll share, I'll touch on it again. In 2004, after becoming a new flight attendant, I, this is just an amazing time. Um, I have another story about that, but I think, I don't know that I have time to share it on this. I mean, but, you know, whatever. If you want to share it, you can share both. So this, this, this uh, happened in May of 2004. I'm a brand new flight attendant with my airline. My parents are living in Sardinia, Italy. Also, after a God thing and, and a word that they received, my dad was part of a worldwide invention on the island of Sardinia, beautiful island off the coast of Italy. And we became, it became a home to my family. My sister and I got to spend a lot of time there, practically lived there. From then till now, we go back all the time. My parents don't live there anymore, but 
it's like a home. And so I'm in Sardinia. I've just started this, you know, with, uh, with my airline. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now, back to the show. And I've I'd actually had some really amazing things happen just in those March uh, to this time, May of 2004. So I'm in Sardinia and I'm praying, you know, I'm, I, for all my life and even all my career, I've, I've listened to the Lord. That's why I hold everything that he has shown me as so solid. Just my faith level is so high because of what he's shown me. And this is to glorify the Lord. I, I say this in total humility. This is available to all of us. But the faith that I have, I saw in a really amazing way in the, in Sardinia. So in this beautiful setting, I woke up one morning, I was asleep. My mom was taking my dad to his workplace and we were right by the sea. We lived right by the sea, the Mediterranean. And I could hear the wind and the sea outside, the waves just constantly rolling in. Um, and I, I was sort of like awake, but I started to see this play in my imagination in, in my heart. And this is how I get things a lot is I see like a story, but I'm actually experiencing it almost like a wow. movie, but wow. I'm in it. And I, I begin to see a treasure chest. And actually, right before I saw this, I prayed um, the scripture, Lord, I give you my my thoughts. And I ask you instead for your thoughts that are higher than mine. I give you my ways. And I ask for your ways that are higher than mine. And I just submitted that. And then I, I saw myself being launched into the sky. So I said, I, I saw this. I saw myself grabbing a treasure chest latch and opening it just this beautiful treasure chest, kind of like that DuckTales movie. I think we've talked about that before. <laughs> I saw it like that, a, a gold, cartoony, beautiful treasure chest. All of a sudden it opened and there's treasure, gold, and jewels, all way more than could have fit in this treasure chest falling out. And I am now covered in it. And now I'm seeing myself and feeling the exhilaration of being launched through a time warp tunnel. I'm going through time. And I'm soaring in this treasure. And it's it's like this whole consistency. It's a currency of gold and liquid gold and treasure. And it was like honey. And I was absorbing it. And I remember feeling and knowing it was the currency of heaven. Hmm. And it was the actual current, like a current I was in. Literal was currency. Like, yes, currency of heaven. Mm -hmm. Currents. Because it was waves. And like when you're in the water, and the, Sardinia has the most beautiful water. You just don't want to get out all day. I could feel like I was in, being immersed, but as I was in this, and again, I'm like moving at light speed and this treasure and this gold is going into me. And it's almost like an animation scene from, I think it's uh, Beauty and the Beast when Beast is being transformed at the end back into a man. I love that part. It reminds mm -hmm. me of what I felt. He's like moving and, and something's happening. He's like yeah. Up in the air and light shooting out. Yeah. Going out and into it. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And I began to feel. I began to feel, you know, I, I don't talk about this, tell this very much, unless there must be people want, pulling on this, hungry for this. But I began to feel currents of love hmm. shoot through every yeah. sense of, I've never, ever experienced love like this. It was the highest most exhilarating 
it was more than a feeling. I was, I was overcome every sense. And it was like that shooting through me. I'm in this experience of the currency of heaven and I'm feeling love as a currency going like a current through my body and I'm like electric current, but it was not spiky and harsh. It was like blasts of light entering me. And as I felt that, I began to see all of these creative, back to create, I began to see all of these creative ideas. I saw jewelry. I saw jewelry. I'm wearing uh, butterflies right now. You know, I saw jewelry lines that would change the way people felt and saw themselves. And they would speak out prophetic words as you walk down the street and wherever you wore them, the message would go. I saw clothing that would emanate like maybe it was even in the inside folds of a shirt or the shoes or what you were wearing or, or even like tiaras or beautiful embellishments and accessories that would glorify the Lord. And they were anointed and people were called to create them. I saw movies. I saw even new kinds of, of music experiences where you weren't just listening to something. You were immersed in it, experiencing it right there. I saw new platforms and I don't even want to call it social media. It was beyond anything we have. And this was in 2004. I saw that you would be able to, we could go in some sort of light beam and actually see and learn about a whole person. Like we could see their prophetic words. We could see what they've done in their life. We could see who they were. We could see their creative projects. And as this is all happening, I had clothing, specific ideas. I drew out and wrote out as much as I could right after I experienced this. But with that love and that creativity, I think the most amazing part of that whole thing, the love was the highest but faith shot through me like a current and i knew i knew that i knew that anything i asked would happen hmm. wow. anything i prayed was done and answered hmm. and you guys and girls the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy we're glorifying jesus through this so i don't know this probably isn't some uh theological way of explaining this maybe it is I, I just haven't thought of it like this before it hit me my spirit so much especially leading up to the the resurrection day and all of this time the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy which is the word of god from the very beginning after the fall of man and even before and the plan of god that was set in motion this is this, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, the prophetic word spoken, written, acted out by the, by the Lord, by God, when he created man, when he created creation, he spoke it out back to creativity and all of this. But the, the promises of the word that brought about the birth and life of Jesus happened all the whole word of God is the prophetic word coming to pass that the Messiah would be born and he would take on the sins of the world and he would die and he would be resurrected. And then we would die and be resurrected with him so that then we could go into the new Testament and see Jesus at work and then into the book of revelation and the entire thing. I know Robin Bullock talks a lot about this. He talks about going back to revelation and Genesis and how it's like, it's like this fluid move 
and the timing of God and the prophetic word, you know, God is outside of time. But the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, the very testimony and Bible, the whole Bible is the testimony of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it was sure. And it happened. So when we are told that we were, God says, Jesus said, we will be doing even greater things than him. And when we're told that faith is the substance of things hoped for, it's the same faith Abraham exercised, Moses, you know, all throughout the Bible, through the Bible, through the Bible. But this faith is that which I saw and experienced in this vision. Anything I asked, anything I asked would happen. Anything I prayed was sure. Yeah, it's interesting that you point that that part out where anything you prayed, like you just suddenly had this this faith that anything you prayed for would happen or or like that God would fulfill it. And I've had moments, I've never had an experience quite like what you're describing, but I have had moments of like where I just felt like this intense delight from the Lord. And it was just this like, what do you want? You know, like, and I was like, this is what I want. And, and, and what's cool about that, you guys, is, is if any of you have had um, instances like that, um, I've had people confirm whatever it was that I asked. People gave me prophetic words that confirmed words that God had already spoken to me, or in those moments of like, God, I want this. And, it, and really, when it, for me, it's always been like, whatever I'm asking for from the Lord is always in line with desires that he's put on my heart or giftings or whatever. So, um, so, uh, but it's cool to see those moments, those encounters. And then God, God brings along people to confirm that word, confirm those words or confirm what I asked God for. It's really cool. But so I, I've had what you're describing on a very small scale. Um, but I do know what it feels like to be in that moment where God's like, you suddenly have the, this just radical faith mm-hmm. where you're like, God literally can do anything. And I'm going to ask, well, yeah. you know, I'm going to partner. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to jump into the current of this way uh, yeah. of this faith. And I'm just going to, yeah, God, you can do anything. That's it. That's, it. that's, that's why I'm here today. That's what this is all about. This is a world quantum day. The Lord is speaking on so many levels right now. And even, you know, we talked about some of the harder, like at the beginning, some of the things that have happened, the dark things that have gone on. But but I feel this shift in frequency in myself, in my life right now. It's it's a new phase. And it's not that I am still not very passionate about um, turning up the volume. Bobby Connor gave me that prophetic word before I became a flight attendant. Turn up the volume. And I've honored, like, I honor those words. I really have taken them to heart and before the Lord. And so I have turned up the volume, even in my company, and I've shared about that. And I still am. But turn up the volume. And then this new phase, I feel the Lord turning up the volume of faith. Hmm. Like that group I follow that said, get your resumes ready. That should encourage some of you. The things that you've always dreamt of, please begin to write them down put them before you again, the dreams that haven't come true yet, the things inside of you. I know that I am and I'm believing because this is world quantum day and the Lord highlighted that and we're launching and there's more launches taking place now than any other time in in history that I'm aware of. And I believe it's true, but we should be encouraged to know that this entire world is about to change. Mm 
as we see those resignations, as we see some of the darkness and the things be revealed, remember that there's going to be new platforms emerge. There's going to be new opportunities in different areas of influence. It's not about, uh, it's about all of us, everyone in the whole world, and all of you who are here coming into the place that we've always been called to. And it's, it's happening. It's happening right now. And so I experienced that, that glory, that glory and that, that, oh, that um, faith. It's never left me even talking about it. I'm reminded of it. And I, I have actually met. So back to how the Lord confirms things right after that, I'd, I'd seen maps on people's shirts and a different clothing that I actually sketched out. I saw jewelry that would be like connecting rings that became a bracelet. And I was drawn to scriptures and the word about bracelets and beauty and um, how we are ornamented and clothed, even in the word. And then I began to meet people and even sort of partner with those that were doing the very, some of the very things I saw. Um, one was a prophetic clothing line. And I began to receive clothing and wear it. And one of the first things I received from this clothing line was exactly uh, something I had sketched in my journal. And this individual, this clothing line actually went on to do a lot of uh, celebrity like ball gowns and evening gowns for the awards shows. When I got back to LA where I was living right after that, this experience in, Sar in Sardinia, my roommate picks me up and we go to an old Navy store and in the store is hanging up a tank top with a bright green map of Sardinia the island of Sardinia and all the places that we stayed and my family went plotted wow. out of I all places before we went there. And this was sort of the beginning, you know, we see words on everything now on home design, on t-shirts, there's like messages everywhere. Well, it wasn't really, it caught on after this. I think a lot of people got it. You know, you pick up on things as other people do as well, but there were some things that haven't happened yet, but because of the things I've already seen, that have, it's amazing. And by the way, the clothing designer that I partnered with, he later shared with me, cause I told him, this is why I'm so passionate about what you're doing is because I had this encounter in Sardinia where I saw clothing and I was swimming through this glory. And, and he told me he was in Sardinia and traveling throughout that region when he got the whole idea. No way, his... man, that's crazy. And not only that, yeah, Crazy. there's so much more to that story. That's just one. Um, yeah. But then I looked on his website and it was like the, the models were swimming underwater and then they would pause and the clothing would be seen. So it was like this whole immersion wow. of this experience. But um, so as we're just going into this next part, again, write your story, create, dream right now, believe, believe like you never have before. And I mean, even the things you're aching for that haven't come to pass, this is the time that everything is about to change. Let your faith anchor to this, what God's doing right now. It is so amazing what he has in store for us. Mm. So I, I heard, um, again, quantum love, believe again, quantum faith, quantum leap, create and then I begin to hear and feel this momentum in the spirit. That word has been highlighted. Awakening has been highlighted. You know, awakening to everything is about to change and awakening to who we really are and what we were made for. Mm -hmm. And I have this word that God gave me for some of you. And this is a specific word 
And I, I received this word as I was watching an interview with, uh, with um, Johnny and Elizabeth Enlow. And they interviewed on their, uh, I think it's called People You Should Know or Someone You yeah, Should someone Know. Someone You Should Know or something you like know? that, yeah. And they were interviewing uh, directors, a couple named Joy and Matthew Thayer, mm -hmm. T-H-A-Y-E-R. And I'd heard of them, but I, I felt to watch this and listen to it. And they're uh, filmmakers and they share about their journey. And I, as I was listening, you know, the power of sometimes just listening to something or being led to watch or read something, I, I began to hear a word inside of me. So as I was watching this interview, I began to, it, Matthew shared about his love of Disney and animation. And he shared about, um, you know, there's obviously things that are happening with some of these big companies, but I am telling you, there's places and positions that are there to be filled by those of you called to them coming very soon. So I began to hear this and I began to see and feel it more than hearing the word. And I saw some of you creating characters and writing stories. And I saw it was so pivotal, transformational, that your life would change through this process. Even the smallest of steps of writing and creating. Those of you that are called to this, to write, um, you know, even write your story of where you're at right now in this time frame. write what you're expecting God to do. And you're gonna see when this is accomplished by God, when he answers the cries of your heart and your prayers, you're gonna be able to finish that story. So start where you are, start mm -hmm. if it looks so bleak. I encourage you, write what you're feeling, write what you're praying for, write what comes to you, write what rises up in you, because maybe there's some way that you felt called and God's going to cause a twist in a creative way to get you there or way beyond what you dreamed. Mm -hmm. So I got this and I'm gonna call it, I call it the word for storytellers and characters. This was March 11th, 2023. I'm hearing, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on yourself and don't give up on your dreams That's for some of you. Some of you are called to tell your story. Filmmakers, storytellers, you are called to write your character, characters. Some of you will be writing your future from now. From now, your future is being written. From here, it begins. Again, characters will come to you, come from you. Heroes, underdogs, warriors, champions, emerging for you to create and to complete. Write it, write it, create it, create. You will be changed and you will emerge as you write your character's story. As the hero emerges, you will emerge. From ashes in the dust, it will be formed, molded, and created. Write your story. Write your vision. As the characters come to life, so will you. It's in you. Don't give up on yourself. You will get answers, solutions, ideas, and remedies for your life as you write. Dream. Go for it. Tell your story. Write your story. You have permission to tell your story. You have freedom to write your story. 
I saw people writing their stories, using warriors, animation, movies, ideas, and themes, epic battles and victories. You are the starring role. Again, I saw people creating characters and telling a story. In doing so, the characters' attributes, experiences, their overcoming of challenges, flaws, and emerging as heroes and victors. I saw you being healed inside and out. Something in you. Your story will break through into the future and awaken a generation of people longing to know who they are and all they were made for. Write, create, tell your story. You are empowered to write your story, your future. Arise, shine. Write the vision, write the verse. I hear courage, boldness, loss, love, rebirth, new beginnings, dramatic story, inspire, breakthrough. A hero is being born in you. Heroes are being born. Write your story. Hmm. Amen. Yeah. Um, Andrea, can you do me a favor? Can you can you actually just pray that out for people? Yeah. Um, I would love for you to do that. That'd be great. Yes. Oh, I'm so honored to do this. This is burning in me. <laughs> you know. God, I, I thank you that you're speaking and your wind is blowing. <laughs> and you're just even singing and dancing. Your spirit is leaping inside of people. And Lord, we thank you and honor you. For God, yours, your very testimony, the testimony of Jesus, is the spirit of prophecy. Right. As surely as you were brought forth, all throughout the word of God, emerging through prophetic words, through all kinds of lives, especially the lives of those that, that were had fallen away, that they were not perfect. They were very imperfect. They may have been going a different direction, yet something triggered in their faith to answer. And in that, you were born and you came. And that is the essence and spirit of what prophecy is. And creativity, the creativity of the Holy Spirit is all around us and inside of us. And right now, I plead the blood of Jesus because it is your blood, Lord. The blood that redeems us, that washes us, also that has given us the access and the authority. The authority in this world, the authority in the earth, that God and man together, we can partner with you. And we can not only see our dreams come true, but we can see dreams begin to emerge and come and change the course of history, inspiring an entire world. So Lord, I speak right now and decree over your people. I decree that you are the beloved. Do you know who you are? You were born and you were called for such a time as this. Esther was prepared. She was prepared for this time, the time that she was to be brought into the king and receive the scepter extended to her. She took a step of faith and risked her life. And as we're in this time of Esther 414 and launching and World Quantum Day, I pray right now for a release of a quantum level, a high level of the anointing mm. and the spirit and gift of faith to be released now. Yes. 
Let it come. <laughs> Let it come. Thank you, Lord. The same faith that brought about Jesus. It's the assurance. It's the substance. It's the evidence of things we're hoping for right now. Something about time that's happening for some of you. Invite God, the Holy Spirit, to go back in time and heal mm. and recreate something and now show you something that's coming in your future. You know that word about 45 and that dream I had and that has really encouraged me because although that was in 2004, or excuse me, um, 2007, and although this experience in Sardinia was in 2004, the time really is it's almost irrelevant. It was sure then, and it's sure now. And there has been delay for many of you. There's been loss. Yet I encourage you to write your story write the vision receive this gift of faith that god is giving i know my hands are up and i my heart is open like it never has been my spirit is encouraged and lord i just release that 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 currency of heaven and that currency of faith to come upon and within each one that's tuned into this let it be shared far and wide lord let storytellers and writers Inventors emerge. Let each person connect with all that you have created them to do and be. And I pray for bigger dreams, even on top of the ones they already have. Mm -hmm. Let it increase in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Amen. 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 Andrea, not to put you on the spot, but uh, have, you, have you thought about releasing that word on your, uh, I'm sure there's some people that like to actually read. read yes, read. I will send it to you. I, I did write it out. Um, uh, so I have it typed up and I'll send it to you. And, and yeah, I will, I will post this. Um, some of you, I think, follow me on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, if you do, please do. And, and, I also will be highlighting some other people as well. And, you know, before we go, just since it's Esther 414, that's kind of a theme for today. Mm -hmm. Behind me is a beautiful art artwork. Um, it's a beautiful crown. And this artwork was sent to me by an artist named Julia Lawing, L-A-W-I-N-G. And I have it featured on my Instagram account. And I believe I have it on my Facebook as well. And I didn't, she didn't know my birthday was last week. So I had a birthday and it was, thank you everybody that has wished me happy birthday so much. Even you, Jeff and Elijah Fire. Um, but this came right before my birthday. And um, I'm not usually, I think I said this very surprised. I, I'm very observant and I love to figure things out. And I just feel like it's hard to surprise me. But I was really surprised by especially three things for a birthday. And I wanted to highlight Julia Long. She's an amazing artist. And she sent me her original painting of wow. this. And so I thank, I thank you so much, Julia. I just wanted to highlight that. Another person 
um, Aaron, he is a voiceover actor. He sent me a audio message of, uh, it was, it was a voiceover character message where literally it sounded just like Tom Cruise speaking <sighs> Isaiah 61. Amazing. I was so Love blown it. away. Part yeah, I've gotten to know Aaron a little bit too. It's great. So Aaron and yeah. Julia, and then also a friend of ours on Elijah Fire, um, Rachel, Rachel Ann, she has, uh, she created this beautiful uh, piece, um, almost poetry, but just this decree. And I have that on my Facebook and it's, it's, if you see her name, Rachel Ann or Rachel, I just wanted to thank everybody. And because that was my birthday last week and these were birthday gifts. Also wanted to wish anybody today, including my aunt Sharon, her birthday today happy birthday and for those of you that it is not your actual birthday this is this is a time to be born and to come into everything that god has for you mm, amen yeah amen. come on now yes it's good word it's a good word um so andrea obviously you're on instagram people can follow you on instagram yes sierracaresfoundation.org is there any other places uh you want to plug you know, um, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm on some different platforms. These are pretty much the major ones, but, uh, um, but I did want to say uh, thank you everybody that's connected to me and that encourages me and Jeff and all of us. It, it's so wonderful that this is not just about the two people or three or however many are on this show. It's an entire army and tribe and family of people. Mm -hmm. And I just validate you. I validate the army of, of light. I validate the hidden ones on the different platforms. The, and I validate you and honor you. God led me to some of you and following some of the things I do um, by him, him showing things to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, even with what I'm sharing about like Space Force and everything and current events, um, there are people hidden and doing some very special things. So thank you so much. And I honor each and every one of you. Mm. God bless you. Yeah. We love you guys. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. This is great. Great. Uh, great thing to leave people off with that. And people can have hopefully uh, some free time this weekend to yeah. uh, really seek the Lord about, you know, the words that you released and, and even stuff that just got activated inside of them. Mm -hmm. I would encourage you, if you start to feel a swell of creativity, um, do yourself a favor and just write it down. Um, because I have gotten, I have mismanaged things that God has given me uh, in the past. Um, I've also managed them well. And I think mm -hmm. it's important to be good stewards um, of a revelation that God gives us and to scribe it out, write it down somehow. If you're not a writer, um, even speaking it into like an audio message or something like yes. that, really important to be a good steward because sometimes God will give us things that are for a couple of years from now and it's important to uh, log those out. Um, and it's amazing how God can give you a spark of something. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to write a couple of sentences. And then eight pages later, you know, God totally shows up. And then you, you, you know, what you intended to be like just a couple of lines turns into eight pages. I've had that happen to me a lot. So um, it's an act of faith too. And being like, okay, I'm going to write this out. And I'm going to believe that God is, is I'm going to stand on this. And then God's like, ha ha, watch this. And then like, right. As you're like writing, he's like, 
you're like, oh my goodness. And it's like this torrent of ideas. And so um, that is going to happen to some of you guys. And it's really, really cool and exciting. So be oh, yeah. good stewards Yes, um, and go write it out or speak it out, record it, whatever. You can do a video yes. of yourself, you know, a little, you know, on your phone or whatever. So yeah. write the thing. Yes. Write the we, thing. Write the thing. And some of you will be writing literally history yeah. and things that will be uh, remembered for probably forever. Definitely Word. in eternity. Yeah. It is that it is that pivotal right now. Yeah. And it's that available. So mm -hmm. really, I, I I I really mean it. Go for it. Write the thing. Yeah. Come on now. There we go. So um everybody. Have a blessed weekend. Yes. Um, join us on Monday. We've got Chris Keel. Who's Chris Keel, you say? He is the son-in-law of Johnny and Elizabeth Enlow. He is married to their daughter, Justice. Um, and I've been wanting to have him on for a long time. And it finally worked out. And he's got a lot of really great stuff that we're going to be talking about. I'm very excited. Um, and so, uh, you're going to want to, not going to want to miss that. That's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. Also, elijahfire.com slash donate is how you donate. All proceeds go to keeping this free. We want to keep it free. I have five days a week and, uh, we just appreciate all of the donations and we take a portion of every single one of those donations and we funnel them into our water well efforts, as you guys know, um, and lives are being transformed because of your donation of $5 to, Elijah Fire. How about that? It's amazing. So um, God bless you guys. And we'll see you on Monday with Chris Keel at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Thank you.